Welcome in to a, another October episode of the Fantasy Day Jimmers podcast. Ian, hit that with your extended witch's finger. What's up? What's good? It's your boy, Big Gang, your host, JJ, and this is the Fantasy Daydreamers Podcast. You guys can follow me on Twitter at JJ Daydreamers. With me today, I have Ryan. What's good, y'all? You know the Twitter, R-O-K-K-O. And Keone is with me here today. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's an exciting time of the year, and you can hear more about it potentially if I tweet anything from my Twitter account at Daydreamer Keone. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. We're going to have some news to go over. We got the week five recap and our waiver wire ads. So let's get to it. The news for this week, Russell Wilson, he did have surgery on his finger and is expected to miss six weeks. That's quite a bit of time. Are you guys dropping Russell Wilson? Um, No, we didn't drop them. Uh, hopefully you have an IR spot. Put him in there. What if you don't uh, have an IR spot? You're still holding. I still hold on. I still hold on. Six weeks is um, just such a long time, and we're already five weeks into the season. If he made the playoffs, though, he's back just in time. Yeah. Uh, yeah I guess. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, yeah, because there's still, I mean, there's still a long time left in the season. Um, so who knows what can happen, but that only leaves about like six weeks left of the regular season, six or maybe even five. And so that's at that point in the season, and especially because some of those are going to be playoffs. That's not a lot of time to yeah. like try and bring your team back from, you know, if you're needing that much help. So uh, I, I'm going to say I'm going to go get rid of him. Move on. Yeah. I mean, try to trade him. But if you can't, I mean, try to trade him on name value. But if you can't, I think I move on too. does it affect who does it affect the most? The wide receivers, oh, the running back. You read my mind. Yeah. Tyler Lockett. Yep, fifty-two percent. Also agreed on Twitter. I asked the same exact question: uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, or the run game. Fifty-two percent of Twitter who voted also agree with you, Keone, and I agree with you. Yeah, I did. Tyler Lockett. I was one of those votes. Me too. Right. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, nice. Um, do you guys still think DK Metcalf is a must-start every week? Yes. Okay. Tyler right. Lockett is also a must-start too. I'm not saying that. I just think. That you're so going to get more of these of these rocket games. Yeah, this, he's been a boom bust player for the last few years, and I think yeah, you'll have more of those bust games and boom games from now on. Clyde Edwards-Alaire also went down with a knee injury. He said it was an MCL sprain, Keone, right? I believe so. I think that's what I saw on ESPN. He's going to miss a few weeks. So, Chiefs number one running back. Going down. 
Saquon Barkley suffered a low ankle sprain and is being evaluated by the team, but it looks like he is going to be considered week to week. Might miss this week, might miss a couple weeks. Ryan, you say his ankle looks exactly like yours, huh? I will I will put the Twitter out or the picture on Twitter to show you guys. All right, let's see it. No joke. It was my took 30 minutes to be like that. His took five. So I was like, oh, this man is not coming back. I tell you that. <laughs> you and knew then, right and away. Then huh? He went. And then he <laughs> got carded. And I was like, okay. Well, I I saw that coming. Yeah. So how long do you expect? How long were you out? How long do you expect Saquon? Well, to be out? okay. Obviously, that guy's a super freak, and I think he'll be out for. I would say they put him on the IR. They took they took a good time. They. We're slow and bringing him back from the knee. They're going to do the same thing with the ankle. I see him going on getting IR, coming back in a month, uh, maybe three weeks to a month. And then, because mine, two months. <laughs> I, I was walking with a brace. Uh, rough. Well, the Giants are going to need help. Kenny Galladay also expected to miss a week or two with a knee injury. And then Daniel Jones, the quarterback, is in concussion protocol. And we won't know his status until later in the week, but he. Looks like he'll miss at least one week. It was bad. Like he was stumbling. Like he got up and was like, uh oh. And it's yeah. like, oh, that guy. I thought, he, I thought he was dancing for a second to realize <laughs> right. what was happening. It, bro. I was like, oh, that's a different type of stumble. <laughs> yeah. So the Giants, they're going to need some help. Hopefully, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, they're able to come back soon. But... They need it. Yeah. Max Williams, tight end for the Arizona Cardinals, suffered a low leg injury. Looks like it'll be season-ending for him. I don't think – I mean, he was a streaming option, but whoever's behind him, I don't think you're going to need to pick him up. There's going to be other streaming options out there for you. Taysom Hill, quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, also left with a concussion. I mean, concussion. Jameis did that man dirty. (laughs) They missed like get out my red zone. <laughs> that was a horrible I need the pass. Uh, yeah, I mean concussion protocol is is its own thing. I mean different guys progress through it at different speeds, so it's just something to keep an eye on. I don't think anyone was starting him, but I think it helped out uh, Alvin Kamara. Juju Smith Schuster suffered a sol- shoulder injury and will have season-ending surgery. So. Chase Claypool, stock going up. Agreed. Yeah, going up. It's it's on the rise. Yeah, Deontay Johnson. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger has looked bad, but he's going to still have to be throwing the ball. Yes. Trey Lance, quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, suffered a knee sprain that could hold him out one to two weeks. Yeah, I mean, rough. I think you hold on to Trey Lance if you have him. if you drafted him or if you picked him up, uh, hold on to Trey Lance because his rushing ability gives him a huge upside. 80, 82 yards? Yeah. Quintus Cephas, wide receiver for the Detroit Lions, suffered a broken collarbone. He's going to undergo surgery that will likely end his season. He was the number one uh, target over there behind TJ Hawkinson, of course. Number one wide receiver, I should say, I guess. Uh, so. Maybe that makes room for Amon Ross St. Brown, the rookie wide receiver over there. We'll see. Yes, wink, wink, nudge, nudge <laughs> to, to later yeah. in the podcast. Damian Harris, running back for the New England Patriots, is going to be considered day-to-day with a rib injury. He left the game early. Uh, 
just something to keep an eye on. I feel like he's a starter for most people. You're going to need to uh, move on or, or get him out of that starting spot if need be. Just keep an eye on it. And our last bit of news, John Gruden resigned as the Raiders head coach on Monday night. So that team might might change a little bit. I, I don't know if you should expect it's again. I mean, we just got four or five weeks into the season now. And so we finally know about teams and now we're going to have to relearn about the Raiders. So go ahead and just keep an eye on the Raiders, on your Raiders players. And that'll do it for today's news. Let's move on. On to our week five recap. So what are two takeaways you guys had from this week's slate of games? Keone, you want to start us off? Sure. Uh, And I will start off with one that as much as I hate to say it, I think the Cowboys right now are looking like they have the Super Bowl kind of winning formula. You know, we've seen it time and time again, the teams that get to the Super Bowl and do well, like in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. And the Cowboys seem to be fitting that mold as, and again, as much as I hate to say it, because I don't like the Cowboys and I don't think many of us like the Cowboys. I'm sure Ryan doesn't like the Cowboys. Um, But the way they're playing right now, you see they have a solid, solid run game with Tony Pollard and Zeke. I think Zeke is now kind of, taking away with it, but still to have Pollard be that potential threat that um, is that explosive running back, you know, come in whenever they need him. And that O-line is fantastic. And Dak Prescott is just being able to pass the ball down the field safely. He doesn't have to do deep passes and he's not being forced to do, you know, dump offs, but he's, he has, he can do a variety and that Kellen Moore offense is fitting with all the players and then their defense. I mean, my goodness, their defense is probably one of the most improved defenses that we've seen coming from, um, from last season. And they have potentially defensive player of the year, Trayvon Diggs, who has six interceptions right now through five games. I mean, that's crazy. So they're able to keep the team, like they're not doing shutouts, but they're able to keep their offense if they get in the game, if they need to, and not that the offense needs them to, but still they're able to keep the offense in the game if they have to. So the offense can go ahead and they can get turnovers. So this team is, that's the formula. I just don't want to see Jerry Jones do well. <laughs> so that's the only unfortunate part about it. You've been reading up on Amari Cooper, huh? Amari Cooper said, whenever you're playing this well, you start thinking about the Super Bowl, something like that. Don't quote me on that. I mean, just <laughs> just don't don't get ahead, yeah. but just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. All right. What was your second takeaway? Oh, um, in in a battle between the immovable object and the unstoppable force, with the Alliance ability to lose close games or lose games in heartbreaking ways, and the Vikings kicking game woes, like throughout their entire history, we uh, saw that the uh, Vikings. Uh, woes clearly outweighs the uh, Lions' ability to lose. So, unfortunately for the Lions, they're now 0-5. Um, they're only one of two teams, with the other being um, the Jacksonville Jaguars, dealing with a lot of other issues besides their football play. But it's just, I feel for Dan Campbell, you know? Like, he came out of the game or after the game, and he was really emotional and I appreciate, I appreciate that, like, cause it shows he really cares about his team. And I know at the end of the day, it's like, well, if he doesn't win, then 
you know, you're gone, but this team really tries hard. And I think it's just a matter of time before we see them start winning. And then I think it's all the better for when they do start winning, because I think they'd have the potential to do so maybe not necessarily with their defense, but I think they just need a few more pieces and to get better and just, I, I, they feel like the underdog. And so that's why I'm, I'm rooting for the lions to do well. All right. Good for you. Someone's got to do it. I guess <laughs> not going to be me. Yeah. I'm a sentimental guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm a sentimental guy. So I, I it, it, it got to me, Dan Campbell. Someone I'll I bite know. at the knees for you. If I... Someone I know was like, after the game, whenever he was crying, they were like, why is he crying? <laughs> he lost the game. It's sad. I mean, they've been, yeah. they've been close. They're a really bad team. They're not even supposed to be this close. And the fact that they are this close, it's emotional. It's tough. Yeah. All right. My my takeaways are, my first one is Alvin Kamara and Robert Woods, but mostly Alvin Kamara because I don't have any Robert Woods. 21 touches, 122 yards, two touchdowns. He finished as the running back five this week. He played on 88% of the offensive snaps. And much like Robert Woods, Good players are going to show up. Robert Woods did it Thursday night. Alvin Kamara did it on Sunday. Everyone's kind of been down on these two players. They haven't been producing where they were drafted. But they're going to show up. Good players are going to show up. So I think the fact that Taysom Hill did go out with a concussion led to Alvin Kamara getting in the end zone twice. Um, he He scored one on the ground and one through the air. But Alvin Kamara is a good player. Yeah. So, so don't get freaked out, especially if, if your, your studs are not performing as well as you want them to, they will come around. And then my next one is that chargers Browns game. That thing was high scoring 47, 42, just going back and forth. It's huge for fantasy. Justin Herbert was one of the highest scores of the week. Mike Williams, and Austin Eckler finished in the top five for their positions. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, both finished in the top 10. Baker Mayfield, surprisingly, finished in the top 10. I mean, pretty much uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was the only one that disappointed in that whole game. <laughs> but <laughs> I love, I really love watching this Chargers-Browns game. And the Browns lost, so I gotta Dude, love you it. You want to know a fun fact? Yeah. yeah. There's only been two times where like it's been the 47-42, and both times... It was the Browns were in the game. Yeah. It was it was last year, Ravens versus Browns, and they lost on Monday night. And then and then this week. This week against the Chargers. I was like, oh dang. Yeah, filthy. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Give us your takeaways. Oh, dang. It's not it's like something we practiced or something. Cause actually, I call it for the QBs week of the Jays. Justin Herbert went off. Uh now, this is not the uh, last three weeks. 12 touchdowns, zero uh, turnovers. So after a slow start, he's running in the MVP form. Uh, Josh Allen and the Bills are on pace to have the third highest scoring offense of all time behind the Broncos, um, 2015, and the 2007 Patriots. Um, Lamar Jackson, I don't know what's up with him on Monday night, but he's been getting off. Also, oh, he's been getting off, but Monday night, tonight, crazy uh Jameis Winston we said that game was drunk throwing Hail Marys and deep passes he also was fifth in scoring and the real reason why it's the week of the Jays 
Jalen Hurts, <laughs> baby. Two rushing touchdowns for the Eagles to win. Keone, thank you. Keone wrote that he was a sit, and it's because of Keone the Eagles won that game. I appreciate you, brother. Look at his passing. No, like, it's okay. It's okay. He, it, was all, it was all those two rush touchdowns. That's it. No, you might have been right, but your jinx is what saved the Eagles and, and saved our season. Thank you buddy. you, buddy. I appreciate you, you in every possible way. And then my next point is the curious case of the 49ers. Uh, an offensive coach who we call a genius. The last four first halves, seven or less points. Slow starter. Uh, a week where George Kittle goes on IR. Debo Semi has nine targets, and no one else has more than four. I understand you guys ran the ball, but what happened to like, like Trey, like Trey Sermon? Again, another guy not getting used. Elijah Mitchell, nine only nine rushes. Trey Lance, his only value was through the rushing game. I for some reason this Fort Niners offense had so much potential, and I don't know what's going on, but Kyle Shanahan is not doing the right thing, and. And other than Tito Samuel, I don't know how you could play anyone else. You know, like I thought, I really thought, like, this guy was going to unlock something this week, having a whole week of Trey Lance, and it just didn't work out. So, I I don't I know what to do. Tito Samuel also only caught three of those nine targets. If he didn't rush that touchdown, his his value would sink. Yeah. And I love Debo. But, man, this is, this is rough. This... Again, four out of the last five games, seven or less points in the first half. It's, it's hard, especially with the rookie quarterback, whenever you don't have a run game, whenever your whole game revolves around the run game. Tracer, as much as everyone in the fantasy community loves Trey Sermon, Kyle Shanahan does not. And I made this point earlier on a much earlier podcast. We have to pay attention to what the coaches are telling us. Trey Sermon is not it for, for Kyle Shanahan for some reason. We don't know why, but he's just not. At, at least not at this point. I, I get Elijah that. Mitchell but probably just not ready yet to return. He's, they they were scoring. They were scoring way better with Nick Mullins and and Jerry McKinnon, <laughs> like Jerry McKinnon and Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson had three touchdowns in one game. I'm just saying this offense has a lot of potential. I don't know what Kyle Shanahan's doing, why he's being so cute, but he he's out here. <laughs> Not putting the game plan together. What happens is Super gotta, Bowl going. You gotta have the players to put the game plan together. Are you telling me Elijah Mitchell don't got a little more juice than third string? Uh, Not whenever he's coming Jared off an injury. Jerick oh, McKinnon oh, no. had a lot of talent. He just got again. Jerick McKinnon injured often. Raheem Mostert injured often. Got a lot of talent though. I mean, the 49ers got it tight. That's fair. I'm, they got I, it tight. <laughs> there is just it's a curious case here. I just I don't I I I don't know if it's final or not, but it's going to be hard to start them after this bye yeah, week. I think I agree. All right, let's move on to let's do our hates. What was something you hated from from this week? I'll go. I could go first. I hated all these injuries, and yes. A lot of them to the running back position. Saquon Barkley, we talked about. Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Dalvin Cook didn't play again this week. Uh, 
Heartbreaker. Yeah. It it's it's really hurting my fantasy team. And I'm just here to tell you, the, the listeners, the followers, just just keep going. Yeah, it's hurt my team too. It's probably it's probably hurt some of your teams. You got you're sitting at one and four now, oh and five. Maybe you're maybe you're two and three. Don't give up. Pay attention to the timetables of the players you have, of their injury timetables. Play the waiver wire real hard and just keep going. Don't give up. Because the injuries are happening, so that means players are going to have to fill in for them. So so hit that waiver wire. Keone, what is one thing you hated or or multitude of things you hated? Um, I didn't have much this week because unlike unlike some people I know, because I, I know if... If we had another uh, person on here, we would definitely be hearing about the uh, <clears throat> the kickers. But I uh, I didn't I didn't mind I didn't I didn't mind that that stuff. So I will hate. It's less of a hate and more of like a uh, I'm disappointed in them. Disappointed. Thank you, producer Ian. I'm disappointed in the Carolina Panthers. Mm. I really had high hopes for them <laughs> and. <laughs> Flexing on them, bro. I know. Um, I, I, you know, I really was hoping for you know the Tim Tam slam of Sam Darnold, but it didn't happen. He had three interceptions, like 177 passing yards, and it's just like DJ Moore's worst game. DJ Moore's worst game. His first game with less than 50 yards. His first game with only seven targets and five catches. All season lows, and luckily Chuba Hubbard did well, but and. Um, but unfortunately for him, Christian McCaffrey is probably going to come back. So, I mean, that was a good Wavermeyer move for people who did that. But, I mean, it's basically, he was the only one who benefited. And I do have to give credit to the Eagles defense, who did very well. Very slow. You know, getting those good. interceptions and and mm-hmm. blocking the kicks and he stuff. He just had his baby. Yeah, he did. That's why he got two picks. But I just... I really wanted more out of Sam Darnold, but I'm not giving up because I actually, I think they're well, I think they're going to do well moving forward. It's just, this was a bad week and it happens. So I think you need to listen to JJ and look, they played some good teams and the Panthers aren't as good as we thought they were. It's okay. It's over now. No. Sam, come on home. Be trash. <laughs> like you were the first four years. Back Let's to get on Gates another job. See back to your me. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Come on home, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can I say I hate the letdown of the the Bills and the Chiefs game because it was I so hyped up at halftime. Weekend, <laughs> so hyped. No, yeah, the hours of hype. Day, up. Come on. The rematch, all the stuff. I thought I thought this was going to be a close nail biting game, and it was a blowout. Felt like the whole time, and then mm. you had the long rain delay. That's yeah, just a killer. I wonder, I wonder who could have called it as being a uh, a one sided game. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder. This guy. This guy. Pointing Thursday's at myself. Podcast. Where did you call it? On, uh, on Wednesday. On last um, Wednesday. Or I, when I we, must yeah. have fast, fast forward to that. <laughs> well, it's all right. You got to. I, I have some words of wisdom in my, you know, I, uh, in said, my chunks of garbage. He did. He did. He's called that. The. I, the I thought the Bills would come away with it, and it was an 18-point game, and it wasn't uh, super, super close. But Aaron would like to add that's your only right call so far. <laughs> Boom, well, roasted. You know, <laughs> Aaron from the top rope tagged him in. 
All right. It's all right. I throw a lot of hot takes out there. That'll do it for our week five recap. Let's move on to our waiver wire. So let's go over our top three waiver wire ads for the week rostered in 33% or fewer leagues. So they are most likely on your waiver wire. Are there, who wants to start us off? Ryan. Um, oh, okay. Can go. Okay. Or Ryan. I mean, but um, I alluded it to, or we alluded to it, I guess in a way. So JJ set it up and I'll finish the alley-oop. I'll slam dunk it. Um, because Quintus Cephas is injured probably for the entire season, I say Amon Raw St. Brown, who is 4.3% rostered. And because he's going to be out with a broken collarbone, I think this gives an opportunity to Amon Raw St. Brown because in the last two weeks, he's had eight catches each. Um, and he's had a decent amount of yards and just hasn't gotten in the end zone. And so if he had gotten in the end zone, that would, he'd be having great weeks. But my the thing I look at that is consistency and he's getting volume. So the eight catch or eight targets each week is important because unlike, I don't remember the other guy's name, but I think he has more points in fantasy, but consistency. Amon Ross St. Brown is more consistent at this time. And I think this will allow more opportunity, you know, less mouths to feed, you know, means more food on those people that are left their plate. So look for Amon Ross St. Brown, even though it's a bad team, he's going to get targeted moving forward. So maybe a flex option. Yeah, I agree. I like it. My first waiver wire ad this week is going to be Daryl Williams from the Kansas City Chiefs running back, 7.6% rostered. As we said earlier, CEH went down. It's going to be Williams. He's going to take over this backfield for the Chiefs. Yeah, they'll probably throw it more, but Williams came in. He played 43% of the snaps on Sunday. He's already seen the end zone twice this season. He's, again, the volume. The volume will probably be there for Williams. Yeah, they probably won't run as much as they do whenever CEH is there, but if you're dealing with these injuries like I talked about, Darrell Williams can fill in. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, if Cly was the RB2, I'm just saying Darrell Williams could be a RB2 yep. flex play. Okay. I'm not saying they're gonna get he's gonna get all the touchdowns or get all every passing on. I think Jeremy Kidd will also come in for a little bit, but uh Williams also the guy I would go with as my number one. Uh next three weeks also Washington, Tennessee, and the Giants. So I expect the Chiefs offense to keep scoring on those horrible ass defenses. All right, Keone, who's your, who's your number two? I think it's somebody that we share. It's Devontae Booker, and this is due to the, the injury. Like, um, We don't know how long Saquon's going to be out for, but it's probably going to be at least two weeks, and if not more than that. Um, so they're going to – they're a team that runs the ball if they can, and because there's so many other injuries on in the passing game, and then even with Daniel Jones – you know, I don't expect them to rely on their backup quarterback. I forget his name now, but I think he looked like a pencil with a jersey on. And um, I, I just, they're going to try to have to use the run game. And Devontae Booker is now the guy. I wish it was Wayne <laughs> Gallman still, but no. Right, I was going to ask you, is Devontae Booker this year's Wayne Gall? Are you going to fall in love with Devontae Booker? No? Um, I'll have to see. I'll have to see him on the Yeah. Field. Uh, yeah, Devontae Booker is 
is my number three at 3.8% rostered. And yeah, I agree. I mean, he played 88% of the snaps. He's going to be the running back. He's going to be out there, which means he's going to get volume. And running backs are hard to come by right now. So getting one that's going to be on the field, the majority of the plays, that's good. My number two ad, though, guy I've been talking about, Tim Patrick. Still 29.7% rostered. I've been saying it for weeks now. Pick up Tim Patrick. Time's almost running out now. It looks like Jerry Judy Judy will be returning soon. But even so, Tim Patrick, I think, is here to stay. Nine targets, 89 yards this week. He's the wide receiver, 29 on the season, and he's doing it on receptions and yards. He hasn't scored a touchdown since week two, and he has the ability to score a touchdown on any week. And if he gets in the end zone with seven receptions on 89 yards, I mean, that he's he's a flex play almost every single week. I don't know how, how long that'll last, but he needs to be rough. Ryan, who is your number two? Uh, my number two is also Booker, so I'll just skip to my three. Um it's a Kadarius, Kadarius Tony. Uh, last two games, 275 yards and on 18 touches. Uh, like you said, Kenny Galladay is out. Um, Barkley's going to be out. Shepard and Slayton might be out. You don't know about them yet. Uh, Tony also got hurt in this game, uh, but he got ejected. Oh, okay. Thank you to. Oh, you also, I mean, Talking about fighting, that man, that was a great yeah. slap box, bro. That was perfect. Uh, Aaron just let me know that he had an ankle injury and might miss week six. But I think this role that he's doing right now, with, I think it could actually move him above Slayton. I mean, man, that he's producing. I know there's some garbage time in the Cowboys game, but he is so electric when he gets the ball in his hands. How can you not keep him on the field? Yeah, definitely a guy that's on my list just didn't make this top three for me solely on the fact that if Daniel Jones is not out there throwing in the ball, and it, I don't, I don't know if I won. And he might miss Week Six. What? My goodness, he looked all right, there, man. I was, <laughs> I thought I was seeing young Joe, Joe Flacco. Yeah, I mean, all right. That's what I said. He's all right. He looked all right out there. <laughs> he did not look bad, but I mean, there's not going to be a lot of weapons. So, uh, yes, good ad. Your game might miss week six. Um, yeah. Here's a fun fact about him. What is it? Yeah, um, he, here's a fun fact. He beat Odell's rookie um, receiving record. I think Odell had one, a 185, and I think he I had 189. So <laughs> I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I thought it was going to be a fun fact about Mike oh. Lennon. I was like, dang, bro, that's really cool. Mike Lennon. <laughs> he's, he's, from, he's from the, uh, the city of Ticonderoga, and he is uh, the number two. Just like the uh, the pencil, so you know that's why he he looks like like one of those like you you ever seen the things where you see like the the popsicle sticks and then like they dress him up yeah. or whatever, and they that's what my, that's who Mike Lennon is. He is a real life version of that. <laughs> Doing Mike Lennon dirty. So. Hi, Kenny. Who is your third uh, <laughs> waiver wire ad? Um, it is also Tim okay. Patrick because, like you said, he's. There's not very. There was actually not very many people that I could find this week. Um, I did look, consider Kadarius Tony, but there's his injury kind of concerned mm-hmm. me. Um, but he's definitely look out for him. Um, maybe don't pay, you know, fab for him, but Kadarius Tony's option. But yeah, Tim Patrick. If Teddy Dripwater is 
available quarterback and he's going to play both him and Sutton are viable options. So I am fortunate because I didn't get up early enough or because I was at um, Disneyland um, this weekend, I wasn't able to see that Teddy Bridgewater was playing. So I kept Tim Patrick out. Um, I don't think it would have mattered, but still like there's a huge difference between Teddy Bridgewater playing and Drew Locke playing when it comes to the wide receivers. And so Patrick is definitely benefiting from Teddy Dripwater. So play him or get him if you have, if you can. All right. Is there anyone that you guys couldn't use for the list? They're over 33% rostered that people should be looking for first. Like, I don't know. Rondell Moore. We've talked about a few times. We can get out there. AJ green only had two targets finally this week. Uh, so it looked like Christian Kirk and Rondell Moore have finally passed up AJ green. So uh, thumbs up for that. Cause you know, thumbs up for that. <laughs> uh, a guy, Alice Collins, um, for only 41% rostered. If Chris Carson keeps being out, uh, I would expect Alice Carson to get a lot of work still, especially with Geno Smith as a quarterback. Might be a little more run heavy than it already was with Russ. Yeah. Keone? No. Um, I no, I don't think uh, this one was this week was kind of hard just because there's so many injuries, but then there's also not like viable enough people to come in for those injured players or those players already are playing. Um, but I do have some drop candidates, but do we want to save those for like after um, the podcast or let me think if I have any other ads? Uh, yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Giovanni Bernard. I, I might want to add Giovanni Bernard. That was that was another guy I couldn't think of. Yeah. But no, let's yeah. I've talked about let's him go ahead before. So anyone you would drop. Keone, go ahead. I'm maybe thinking about dropping mm. Marvin Jones Jr. Because he has not performed in these past three weeks. And I that team just doesn't seem to have really anything kind of together in a way. There's so much drama surrounding that team. And like he was good at the start of this week or at the start of the season. But since then he's really not done that great and not enough for me to be like, Oh yeah, I can play him every week as like a flex option yeah. or whatever. So unless he shows otherwise, it's one of those things where you can get rid of him. And then if he does well, you can probably you, get him back. Are you replacing him you know? with uh, I think this, people on this list you gave earlier? I'm definitely trust at least for the right now, um, Amon Ross St. Brown over him or a Tim Patrick for sure over him. Um, and then even, yeah, like a, a Devontae Booker or Daryl Williams, because yeah. you know, they're going to get, time. and then whenever CEH so, comes back, Saquon like, gets back, drop them and pick up Marvin Jones again. I, I agree with this. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Oh, uh, guy I'm dropping. Yeah. Uh, Ronald Jones, uh, only had, has had, hasn't had more than six carries in the game. So I think far. I say Ronald Jones, um, Jones two weeks Bernard's ago. back as well. No, oh, but I agree yeah, with I you. You haven't dropped game. Ronald Sorry. Jones. Okay. No, no, it's a good... We should repeat ourselves. If people are still rostering Ronald Jones, drop Ronald Jones, you guys. It just means we've been saying it for weeks now. Uh, yeah, Russell Wilson, I think, is a drop candidate for me. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. Anyone else? <laughs> 
Um, I, I mean, I don't know if that many people have him, yeah. but KJ Osborne, yeah, get rid of him. Like he did well, like same thing, Marvin Jones. He did well the first two weeks, hasn't done anything since. And they're dialing into Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. So yep. don't, don't worry about KJ Osborne yep. anymore. And you can have also, if you, if he goes off again, you can pick him up later. I don't think, I don't even think you need to pick him up later because he's going to go off one game and you, you're, he's going to be on the waiver wire and yeah. it's not even worth it to spend fab on because he's not going to get that production week in, week out. So. Don't even waste your time. Yep. All right. That'll do it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys want all of our content, it's all over on daydreamermedia.com. You can find everything there from Aaron's articles, producer Ian, Keone's articles, dropping Tuesdays and Fridays. We got articles coming out. Uh, All of our podcasts are up there. We got our weekly rankings coming out, posted up on the website. We also post those on Instagram, day underscore dreamer media. We got a couple posts coming out a week over there. Uh, Some stats, stuff to help you guys win your leagues. Twitter, FF Daydreamers. Give us a follow. Again, we're helping you win your leagues over on all these social medias. We have Twitch. We be live streaming. You guys want your questions answered. That's a very easy way to get them answered. Hop on to Twitch for Mondays and Wednesdays uh nights some some time turn the notifications on you'll know whenever it whenever it happens so <laughs> yeah exactly that's on how i know that's <laughs> what oh man yeah. i must be on right now oh and you gotta you gotta look at that oh, it'd be pretty so i gotta i gotta have, i gotta know whenever i'm on bro. uh yeah give us a follow wherever you guys uh get your podcasts spotify Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, five-star review. would be much appreciated. Tell a friend. Remember, stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Cause you know, thumbs up for that.